You know, I think if you're not having fun, you're probably less likely to learn something, right? That's right. It's got to be about the fun. If it's like boring or whatever. Look, where do they like, where, where where do they hold conferences the most in the United States, maybe worldwide? Las Vegas, there Nevada. There you go. What do you think that's about? I think that's not very smart sometimes. <laughs> that actually. is not a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be honest. <laughs> you think it's not a bad idea. I'm like, 24 oh, seven. Is it 11 or is it 11? It's 11 twice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, welcome to another episode of the Context to Contracts podcast. I am Brian, always here. What's up, Brian Lovell? With the super duper, awesomely and amazing. Handsome, handsome well-dressed. Well-dressed. <laughs> Johnny Jones. How are you, man? Dude, I'm ready You're to roll. You're looking good. I'm ready to roll. You're all excited. I think something's coming up here. I am got, excited. It's going to probably segue into our topic today about talking about how to be prepared to go to an event. Right. And what you're going to get out of it. One hundred percent event. Yeah. One hundred percent. So the idea that we came up with was we're about to go to a large national sales conference. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I think these are point, like I think people go to these for two reasons. One, like, hey, I want an excuse to not go to work or whatever it is. Right. I mean, because, hey, although they're great learning opportunities, they also tend to be quite a bit of fun. Right. Um, and two, they do it to go learn. Right. So I figured. Yeah. Why don't we break down like some critical things that you should do preparing to go while there? And then what's the follow up look like on the back end? What do you say? I, I love it. Let's do it. Okay, cool. Yeah. So where do you want And to I start? like doing both of those things, by the way. Learning the fun a lot and the learning? And, and a lot. Yeah, they go well together. I, I believe they do too. A lot I mean, of listen, learning during the day, a lot of fun at night. You I know, think if you're not having fun, you're probably less likely to learn something, right? That's right. It's got to be about the fun. If it's like boring or whatever. Look, where do they, like, where, where, where do they hold conferences the most in the United States, maybe worldwide? Las Vegas, there Nevada. There you go. What do you think that's about? I think that's not very smart sometimes. <laughs> that actually. is not a bad idea. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. <laughs> you think it's not a bad idea. I'm like, oh, 24 seven. Is it 11 or is it 11? It's 11 twice. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I think uh, the first thing here to take a look at is, you know, John, you uh, made a note, you got to pre-plan. Like, so go into it with some things in mind. Like what, what were some of your thoughts? I mean, I think like whatever business you're in, let's just go a step further back. I mean, if you're in real estate mortgages, what we talk about every week on the show, I think it's important as you're doing business planning, right? You're going to calendar out your year, right? So, I mean, I, I, I think a lot of us, we just start off in January. We have our goals in place, how we want to, you know, what we're going to do to reach those goals. But do you have it actually segmented out? Like I want to go and, and see, you know, four events a year yeah. to um, Dude, that, what's, that's what's called my, having a growth plan. What's in my budget to do, you know, yeah. to attend these events. But yeah, as you know, like these events, they're, they're scheduled out a year yeah. in advance. Mm -hmm. And so oftentimes once you leave that venue, right, you're immediately starting to put that on your calendar and start saving your pennies to hit yeah. that event again. Um, and, and, and to the, why, why do, why do I go to the event? And yeah. it's both educational and to have, have a yeah, little bit of fun. Yeah, away, have a little bit of fun, yeah. I, I love you bring that up because I'm, I'm a big proponent of a growth plan, like a personal growth plan. And so I think conferences um, are a part of that, right? Mm -hmm. Like reading books, maybe watching some podcasts, listening to some podcasts, whatever. There's a lot of different things that you can do to invest in your personal growth. 
Um, but I think conferences is certainly one of them. So I, I love that idea of, hey, let's let's go ahead and plan out what we're going to do for the year. Like identify where you think you're going to get the most bang for what you want to work on. Book it early, right? You're going to get the best best flights. You're going to get yeah. the best hotel rates. I mean, they often they incent, incentivize us to go ahead. And, and by the way, a discount at the conference, right? And we're going to charge six ninety nine if you book before June one. Yeah. After June one, it's eight ninety nine. So yeah. if you want to save a little money, book book far out in advance. Yeah, I think the other thing too, so once you've got it booked, I don't know about you, but I feel like every time I go to a conference, you know, these conferences tend to pass out the list of attendees ahead of time, right? And so when they know you're coming, I start getting calls, start getting emails, folks looking for opportunities for notifications, right? you know, or a meeting. And uh, hey, by the way, there are worthy things to take a meeting, to to take a meeting on, right? And so I think, um, you know, to that point, you know, deciding early and scheduling, you know, what, who you're going to meet with and when you're going to meet with them, you know, and and plan accordingly for that. Otherwise, like you're going to get there and trying to do it on the fly, you might miss some of the more important ones. Yeah, I was going to say the first thing priority is to figure out what the venue looks like, Mm -hmm. right? And and your absolute must sees, right? Who, Who are you going to see? What the times are before you book any side? you know, side meetings from some of the folks that are trying yeah. to get in front of you. But, you know, calendar out the things that you act, mm-hmm. actually have to hit yeah. when you're at that trade so, show. So you're event. saying the actual event, like go ahead and put I on mean, your if you calendar. See, if you want to see, I want to go know, to that uh, breakout. Yeah, I want to see that speaker, keynote. Right. Yeah. I, you know, get everything. Now, that's your number one thing. Yeah. That's your must do is when you're there for the two or three days, because that's what you're paying for. Yeah. And then everything else you can schedule around that. Dude, 100 percent. I love it. You know, including maybe some cocktails or a beverage, you know, how after. About, the, how about hitting the, the gym? In, in the gym in the morning. You know, we like to do that when we're traveling. So huh. you got to fit it all in, man. You know, I like it. Got to get swole. <laughs> got to look good. Because <laughs> at night, you know, you might have, you know, not eat well or something yeah, like that. Yeah, you probably don't eat well. Probably have yeah. too many steaks and potatoes, which, <laughs> you know, that is what it is. So um, No veggies right there. <laughs> so we've identified, hey, these are the conferences that we want to attend. Um, we planned ahead. You chose the breakout sessions, the keynotes, all of that. You planned your networking even too. That was a third point that you made. So boom, now we're at the conference. Okay. Um, and here's one of my things I, I use, I was taught a method a number of years ago about like how to take notes. And this person taught the ACT method, ACT, right? And so the way they teach it is as you're taking notes, you write an A, a C, or a T next to it. I'm going to define why. So the A stands for things that you want to take action on. Okay. Right. So if if you write a note and that's something that's actionable, you write an A next to it, like in the margin or whatever. Mm -hmm. A C are, these are things that I want to change. Okay. It it could be anything like, let's say, um, Hey, let's say that um, you heard some really great ideas about a CRM program or, or something like that. So maybe you already have one, but you like some of these ideas better, or maybe you want to add on to some things you've already got, boom, that's a C. So C stands for the things that you want to change. T stands for things that you want to teach, right? So that might be things that you learned at that conference that you want to take back to your team, yep. you know, your, um, you know, your Sphere, branch, yep, yep. maybe your client or whatever it is, but these are things that you want to teach. Like, hey, I want other people to know this. You know, it's, think about this, just popped in my mind. 
You know, when we started the Iron Sharpens Iron call that we do in our organization, mm -hmm. the idea came to me because like I was going around every single month and meeting with different branch managers and LOs one on one. And like inevitably you sit down with somebody who just like blew your mind. You're like, dude, this is the smartest salesperson I've ever met because of something specific that they were doing. And like on a drive home one time, I'm like, man, I wish everybody knew that. And then I thought to myself, well, everybody can know that because I can teach them right. what I just learned from this person. And that's how we birthed the Iron Sharpens Iron Call. But, you know, this, this note-taking method is kind of the same way. You identify something, hey, I wish everybody knew this, and you write that note, and T stands for teach. I like it. Yeah? Yeah, very cool. Cool. So what else we got? So you've got your notes, right? You're at the conference, and then what do you do when you leave the conference? Um, well, I think that that's important, too. Uh, before we get there, though, I think there's a couple of things that you got to make sure you do so that you're not distracted, right? And so one of the things you wrote down here was don't worry about work, right? And so here's one of the things that we do. Boom, I like that. Here's one of the things that we do. We start following our emails on our phone. Yeah, we're going right? to start to see a lot of that in a week, aren't we? Or we get out our laptop. Yep. You know, I, you know, I can pay attention here while I'm clicking away at these emails or you know, running a scenario or whatever. And I think that, listen, you know, there's the old proverb, you can't chase two rabbits, you only catch one. I, I think that you've got to go into that completely focused on 100%. You know, what, what you're going to do there, or the time is going to come and go. And the reason you went, there. you cannot, I mean, I cannot multitask my, ask my wife, she'll tell you, I mean, she's trying, you know, reaching out, asking me a question when mm -hmm. I'm working from home and yeah. I'm locked into what I'm doing. You, you, you've got to stay focused. Otherwise you miss what you came for. Yeah. You know, you really do. You're there, but you're not there. And, yeah. and, and you might as well have stayed home in your office. Yeah. I, and I'd say like distraction is a big deal. Now I'm, I'm with you. I can't multitask either to the point that when I'm on a phone call, a lot of times I walk away from my computer. As do I. Right. Because if I don't, I'm going to be distracted ding, by somebody's email an instant chat. message yeah. or yeah. an email or whatever. And, you know, one of the things that always makes me feel super guilty is I'm doing that and somebody goes, hey, I feel like I don't have your attention anymore. Or, hey, you know, clearly I've used up all my time with you today or, you know, something like that where they can you, tell Brian the person on the other end can tell like you're not fully Zoned engaged out. in what yeah. they're doing. So, yeah, I do. Dude, I, I'm, I'm guilty of that. That's why I get up and walk away from the computer you know, for an important call. I got you. You know, I'm with you. So cool. Um, yeah. So dude, what, what else you think? So I think when we're at the event, we're going to circle back. But when you're while, while at the event, we're talking about taking a meeting, right? With a, a vendor, you know, yep. we know, you know, I'm guilty of this. We're scheduling to go to an MBA event, let's say, and, um, and there are people that are pu push notifications, emails, phone calls. Hey, we'd like five minutes, 10 minutes. Yeah. Can we meet up with you? And Oftentimes, uh, you know, I'm for whatever reason not sure what we what we have planned, mm -hmm. or you know, at the event, or what we're going to see, and I may decline the meeting. You know, one of the things that I've started to do, and I think we all should do, is be open to learning and hearing other ideas. Hundred percent. You know, one on one. You know, um, from from a variety of people, because it's only going to sharpen your skills. Yeah. I mean, there's a ton of no, a ton of wisdom in different ways people do skin the cat out there in this business. And, uh, and taking a meeting oftentimes is going to pop an idea or two into your head that you can take home with you, not necessarily from the keynote speaker, mm -hmm. but just from somebody that's your peer in the industry, you know, doing what we're doing. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, so I, I mean, I, I would encourage you to try to schedule some of those one-on-one meetings. Yeah, I, I think you're you're absolutely right, and I'm I'm guilty. And it's of that. part of the networking. I mean, yeah. as you as you know, you never know in this business, right? Um, you like to reference the Hotel California mm-hmm. in the mortgage business. By the way, you can check out anytime you like, but you can never leave. <laughs> so you're always coming back in, and you know yeah. whether you're you know let's say you're at one company today doesn't mean you're not somewhere else down the mm-hmm. road. Good to network. Good to know who your peers are, and again, what what else is well, out there? Listen, in the industry? I I think, dude, you just you just gave me a great idea, right? So, you know, we we've talked about networking on this podcast before in terms of when you sit down and do a one on one with a networking partner. You know, one of the things that you're going to do is sit down and say, "Hey, John, tell me a little bit about your business. What are you looking for? Like, what's an ideal referral for you?" Most people, ninety percent of the time. When they're done sharing with you, they're going to turn the question and you're going to ask me, mm-hmm. right? And so, the, you know, that's your opportunity to share with these folks who, you know, you're networking with, who are sharing things about their business to tell them, hey, this is where we're at. This is our vision. This is what we're trying to do. Um, because now, like, you've, you've opened people's eyes and ears to, like, possibly looking out for, hey, if I come across that, mm-hmm. you know, I'll, I'll certainly let you know, you know? Yeah. And so that that's why I think, you know, taking, you know, meetings like that is important, yeah. you know. I'll be honest, like sometimes I take um, employment interviews like that. Like I will actually do a first interview with somebody who like on paper, I'm looking at their resume going, this is probably not a fit for the role that I'm looking for, but it's close enough that they might know people in their circle mm-hmm. who would fit the role. Right. And so what that does is it gives me an opportunity to share with them say to them, and, I, and a lot of times I'll lead off the call, like, hey, John, here's the deal. What I figure we would do is I'd love for you to take a couple minutes and share with me a little mm-hmm. bit about yourself, what your you know employment journey, your career journey has looked like. And then if you would allow me the opportunity to share with you about the opportunity that we have, at the end of this conversation, we can decide if this is a move forward conversation or not. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I mean, right. it's, it's, it's great back to that networking thing. You don't know what that individual or that person is going to be doing three to five years from now, 10 years, yeah. right? In our business, there's several roles. Um, and you don't know when some person decides, hey, sales isn't my thing, but I'm going to go into operations, maybe be a processor, an underwriter, closer, and then maybe down the line you run across paths again and, and, and you end up uh, you know, teaming up and working together. Yeah. So, I mean, I do think it's important that you do network out there with your peers and, um, and listen and be open to other ideas, even you know, net, you know, how, how, how are you getting business, how do you get leads, yeah. do you buy leads? Um, you all self-generated, you target realtors, oh, it's all social media. I mean, there's definitely an appetite out there for different ways to get to the finish line. Yeah, yeah, you know, So take, take, take the opportunity because you're there and um, don't spend so much time at the other place, maybe the bar, and you can network a little bit there as well. But, yeah. you know, pick up some tips from what successful people are doing mm-hmm. um, and, and implement them into your own plan. That's great, that's great. So a couple other things that, that we wrote down here. Um, I think let's let's go to like the where we were where you were headed like what happens after you attend the conference. I think that when you get back the very next day or, or very certainly within the next two days, twenty four to forty eight hours, you have got to sit down with your notes and you've got to debrief. Right, 100%. we we have a tendency to go to conferences or educational things, and you spend two or three days away from home. 
you focus on what we just talked about. You, you got a lot of great you, leave there you know, with a lot of great yeah, ideas. You, ready you to didn't go. worry about work. You worried about the educational piece. And when you get back, now you're worried about work. Yeah. And that stack of notes will sit in that journal or whatever you used. Guilty. For days, weeks, or months on end. Mm-hmm. Right. How many times, John, have like you gone to something like this? And I'm not trying to pick on you. But you've gone to something like this. Thank you, Because I'm just saying, because I know I'm guilty of it, too. Like, But you go to something like this, and for whatever reason, like a couple of weeks, a couple of months later, like you start turning pages on your journal or your notepad, and you're like, oh, yeah, oh, that was a really good that idea. A, yeah. I circled this for a reason. You know, yeah, you know, but like you had completely forgotten yeah. about it, right? Yeah, so 100%. I think the point is, is you've got to immediately go, and you've got to debrief. Um, you know, you got to make a plan for all of these things that you wrote well, the A's, the C's, you the you know, T's to your on. point, we talked about booking, right? You've scheduled the event. You've gone. Mm-hmm. You've scheduled your flight and everything. You flight home. You have to have that like maybe two days after the event, mm-hmm. block a couple of hours in your calendar and sit down specifically to go through that, you know, yeah. Yeah. you know, and put put a plan to action. Otherwise, you're, you're right. You've skipped out. And if you've given your undivided attention to the audience that you're with, you haven't focused on work. And guess what's piling up work? And it's very difficult when you get back, as you know, the workload emails yeah. that you've got to catch up on. You know, weeks easily go by before you you find the time if you haven't planned it to get back to what you're going to put in place. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I, you know, I did an exercise recently. We had a workshop with um, some of our marketing team, and you know, when you get in a room full of brilliant people, like a lot of ideas come out. Yeah. Right, and it's like. <laughs> Your mind's blown with all this stuff, and you're like, how on earth are we ever going to get to any of this stuff? And so what we did is we just got out a whiteboard, and we wrote all the ideas down in no particular order. But then we went back through and we prioritized them. This is number one. This is number two. All the way through like eight, nine, or ten. I think everybody has a different way, a widget to skin a cat, yeah. right? You've got to pick the one that's going to work for you and your team, right, and focus on that And because there are several ways you can get to the the finish line. Yeah. You know, yeah. so, I mean, you know, take take what you like out of what you got and, yeah. and run with it. Here's I saw a stat or I heard the stat somewhere that said that if you don't take action on things that you learned at a conference within like 48 hours of attending the conference, you'll never take any action on it. 100%. Right? Yep. And, th- and that goes back to the conversation you and I are just having with like, hey, I got all these great notes in my notebook. And one day you just you're looking for something else, like oh, I wrote down that number somewhere or whatever, right? And you flip back seven, eight, nine, ten pages, and you're like, oh man, like that was a really fantastic idea, yeah. and I never really did anything yeah, with great. it. Right. So, dude, I I don't know. I think we nailed that one. Some tips and tricks on how to prepare like for a conference. Yep. The before, the during, and the after. Thanks, nice Joe. Good work, man. So uh, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Context to Contracts podcast. On behalf of John, I'm Brian, and we want you to know if there's anything that you need, we're always here to serve. 100 on black.